And so this is Christmas. Yeah, it, it kind of is still Christmas, depending on like what calendar you follow, I guess. So here's the deal. Uh, there's the, the modern calendar in the church, then there's the traditional calendar that we used for a long time, and well, in the traditional calendar, <clears throat> Epiphany is uh, January 6th, as it is in the modern calendar. It's just we tend to move it to the nearest Sunday. But then eight days after Epiphany is the traditional day for the Feast of the Baptism of the Lord, which we also move to Sunday. It, it's weird. Essentially, we've uh, given up and said, well, people just won't go to Mass during the week, and let's just move all the feast days to Sunday. Oh, well. In the traditional calendar, today is the Feast of the Baptism of the Lord, and uh, we got this last Sunday in the modern calendar, but why is it that we end the, the Christmas season with this strange feast of, well, Jesus all grown up? I mean, after all, this is Jesus when he's 30 years old. Boy, we went quick from Bethlehem in the, the manger, and then maybe we got a little bit of him 12 years old for that little bit finding in the temple, but then all of a sudden, boom, he's 30 years old, and off he goes on his public ministry. Well, not only uh, historically do we just not have a whole lot of details about Jesus's early childhood, but there's also an important kind of theological uh, thing behind this that really does matter for us. You see, Jesus, when he was born, notice he's, he's only known, well, first to Mary and Gabriel, and then to Mary and Joseph after the angel informs Joseph. And then when he's born in Bethlehem, well, there are a few shepherds. And, and then at Epiphany, we celebrate in the arrival of the Magi, that he's been well, manifest to the whole world. That's what epiphany means. But at the core of this, there's that kind of question, you know, well, this is a little child. Is this really the Messiah, the, the future king of Israel? And there's that famous kind of Christmas song set to the melody of green slaves called, What Child Is This? One child is this who's laid to rest. Yeah, who is this child? Well, we, of course, know from our vantage point 2,000 years later that, yes, from the first moment of his conception, Jesus is truly God, Emmanuel with us having taken on a human nature. But this question then becomes all the more important that gets answered again at Jesus's baptism. In fact, that's when it gets definitively answered. What child is this, 30-year-old Jesus? <laughs> this child is the Son of God. And lest there be any doubt, after Jesus is baptized, we hear in the scriptures that the heavens are opened, and the voice of the Father is heard saying, this is my beloved Son. Well, what further need have we of witnesses? If we want to know what child is this, the voice from heaven, the Father, just affirmed that this human being-looking person, and Jesus was a human being, is also the Son of God. So the definitive answer to what child is this, the little baby who lies in the manger, is also the great I am, the, the God who spoke to Moses from the burning bush and revealed his name. He is now Emmanuel, God with us. And this is definitively attested to at his baptism. Now, this is important for us because, well, in virtue of our baptism, we, we too are called to take on a, a public ministry of sorts to continue what was begun at the epiphany, that word that means manifestation, we are now called, in virtue of our baptism, to go out and make Jesus more manifest to the world. That's the, the mission of our baptism. So how perfect is it that Jesus begins his public ministry with his baptism? 
So we too, whether we're baptized as a little infant or, or come to the sacrament of baptism as an adult, in virtue of our baptism, we know who we are. The Father tells us, you are my beloved son, you are my beloved daughter. And it always begins with identity. Who are we? If we know then that we are the beloved sons and daughters of God, then we can begin our mission to continue the work of Epiphany, of making Jesus manifest. That's why I love in the the church calendar, again, going back to that older traditional calendar before Vatican II, the days after Epiphany were not known as Sundays of Ordinary Time. Sounds rather blah, doesn't it? Rather, they were known as the Sundays after Epiphany. How beautiful is that? That's the time in which we're living. We are living in the time after Epiphany. So, who are you? Well, you're a beloved son or daughter of God. Great. With that figured out, then what are you supposed to do? Epiphany, manifestation. Go out, make Jesus manifest. That's why these two feasts of Epiphany, the baptism of the Lord, they end the Christmas season, and they give us our marching orders. Know who you are, and then go out and make Jesus known. Good luck doing that today. Happy baptism of the Lord and days after Epiphany. God bless you.